And welcome to the Author Roundup, a special segment of the Book Connection Show where we meet up and coming indie authors and talk to them about their recently released books. Hi, all. Welcome to another episode of Author Roundup. My name is Emma, and I am joined by a very, very special guest and self published author, Congressman Cliff Stearns. Congressman Cliff Stearns is an executive director based in APCO Worldwide, Washington, D.C. office and serves as a member of APCO's International Advisory Council. He is a former member of Congress for Florida's 3rd District, where he gained extensive experience in telecommunications, technology, cyber security, and international trade during his 24 years of service. He has written a book which provides an inside look at what members of Congress privately think about the impeachment of a president. Congressman, thank you so much for speaking with me today. How are you? I'm fine, and thank you for taking the time to introduce me. Yeah, of course. You recently published your book in September, Inside Impeachment, Diary of a Congressman, Lessons Learned. Can you tell us a little bit about your book? Sure, I'll be glad to. Uh, Anna, it's a diary that I kept every day after the Clinton impeachment. I came back to my office and put my comments into a tape recorder, and it provides an inside look of what members of Congress think about the impeachment process, both from a Democrat and a Republican perspective. And I think it shows my book, it's a huge burden of proof that's required to impeach a sitting president for high crimes and misdemeanors. So Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the people don't realize how difficult it is. But what's nice about the book, it gives humorous anecdotes from different members of Congress, Republicans and Democrats, and also insights from their perspective. So I think it'd be of great interest to the the American public. Oh, yeah. So you said it is a diary. So you have entries. So that's how it's laid out. It's laid out like a diary. Yes, it's day to day. It starts in August of 1998 and ends in December of 1988. And it gives almost a daily, if not daily, at least twice, two or three times a week, uh, okay. insight and the progress of the impeachment. I think it's a sort of a timeline, a historical timeline. In fact, I don't think there's any diary that's ever been produced yeah. during an impeachment. What inspired the idea behind the diary? And you said recording your opinions in a tape recorder. So what inspired the diary during that time? Well, the point is we've had other impeachments, but we've had no mm-hmm. historical perspective from members of Congress from the day to day. So I yeah. thought, too, this is a great chance to help the American people and perhaps help historians as well as educators and even students who are taking political science in college to see mm-hmm. what it's all about. And so then I decided, well, this is an opportunity. I'll take the time to do it. Yeah, and I'm very glad that you did. You said that it has different opinions from congressmen and women. How many congressmen are present in your book? How many give their uh, opinions and, and there, views about there's it? There's at least 60 people have given their opinions. So uh, oh, no. it's across the board, it's from liberals to conservatives to uh, yeah. moderate. It's men and women. And I even tell about a dream I had with Sonny Bono, of Bono and Cher, because <laughs> he was a congressman at the time, and he's an extraordinary individual. And so uh, I relate that dream I had because he came into my district to help fundraise for me. So 
Sonny Bono was sort of a, a special person for me. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And what did they think about when they were giving their opinions? Did they know that you would eventually publish it? Or what would they think about it being turned into a... Well, I, I, I edit their comments in the sense that I give their real comments, but if it was sort of negative or it was sort of personal, I did not include it. I just tried to include it based upon what their thoughts about the impeachment process it was how mm-hmm. it was going, and what their personal feelings about uh, President Clinton was. So I tried yeah. to keep it in that vein. Yeah. What is it about the impeachment process that is so hard for Americans to understand? I know you mentioned a little bit about that. There's so much research and, and proof needed to even consider impeaching a president. So is that the main point or is there more to it? Well, you know, the fact is that the Constitution lays out how to do it, but Mm -hmm. there's a nuance to this impeachment, which is is the social cultural aspects of the country at the time of the impeachment, Mm -hmm. the popularity of the president, and then, of course, the legal requirements. So when Mm -hmm. you combine those three together, it makes a very interesting, complex process. And I point out throughout the book how these different impacts affect the outcome. When did you start thinking about, oh, I really want to turn this into a self-published book? Well, during the, uh, from August to December, I was recording it, but I didn't really get serious about it until I left Congress in 2012. I got a very competent lady to help me transcribe the uh, tapes. So that was the most difficult part is because she had to get back to me to make sure she understood it. So transcribing these tapes over that long period of time made it difficult and challenging. Mm -hmm. Over that period to when I finally got it published, you know, it was over 10 years. And so I I think it was sort of percolating in my mind when to do it. And I finally got it done. That's amazing. And so this isn't your first book, correct? You actually have another book published as well. And how's that one different from Inside Impeachment? Well, this one is called Life in the Marble Palace in Praise of Folly. It talks about the problems that Congress has in balancing the budget. It talks about some of the issues dealing with the Iraq war. And it deals with Mm -hmm. many of my personal experience running for Congress, how difficult it is sometimes, and Mm -hmm. dealing with negative press. So it gives an insight into uh, all aspects of being a congressman. So anybody who wants to run for Congress should read my book, Life in the Marble Palace. How long did it take to find a publisher that you wanted to publish with? Why did you choose self-publishing? And how long did it take from finding the publisher to actually receiving your book for the first well, that's, time? That's a, good, that's a good question, because I think all everybody that published think that they can send their manuscript or their ideas out to publishers and it all come back mm-hmm. to you and say, we want to pay you to publish it. And a lot <laughs> of the publishers I sent it to said that they would probably wait a while and others said that they weren't interested because the impeachment had been over for some time, so they felt it was not a interesting topic. But of course, mm-hmm. with Republicans in the House now considering the impeachment of President Biden, it has right. more relevancy. So I think mm-hmm. at this point, I went out to some of my fellow former members of Congress who published books, self-published, and I asked them, and one of mm-hmm. them, the congressman from Tennessee, Bob Clement, indicated he published his book with Archway. 
So I went ahead and followed his suggestion and used Archway. Oh, nice. How was the process for you? Was it easy to just how was it as an author and a writer having a team to work on your book and but also having the creativity as far as like what you wanted it to look like and how you wanted it to read because it is very specific as far as like a diary entry and I'm sure that's what you wanted it to remain. Yeah. And, you know, I pretty much designed the book myself. I had all the photographs and I had the approval from Getty Photos. So I worked that all out. Part as part of the book was the editing. And I had a professional editor, Ann Hansen, out of Santa Barbara, California, team up with me to help me edit. And uh, she also worked for, with an index for the book. The index is about 22 pages. It's probably yeah. the highlight of the whole book because she did, did an extraordinary job this index so that you can find any one of the members of Congress and find the page number where he said what he said. Oh, so I, wow. think, I think people realize most index are yeah. about 10 or 10 or 12 pages, but this <laughs> is indexed in very uh, detailed. So I think uh, yeah. people would enjoy, enjoy that. And have you gotten any feedback from your book? I know it's newly published, but have you gotten any reviews or any comments from co-workers or congressmen? Well, yeah. Within the book, I have four or five members of Congress are published with the book. The okay. foreword is done by a Democrat senator from Michigan, Democrat Don Regal, who served 28 years in Congress. So even though I'm a Republican, I'm proud to say that I have a good Democrat who wrote the foreword of the book. And then I mm-hmm. heard back from a Canadian senator that I knew he's going to write a review. And then Senator Larry Pressler from South Dakota is writing a review. So some of my fellow colleagues have had interest. And of course, I think there's seven or eight uh, reviews on the uh, book already. Oh, that's awesome. That's very cool. And what does your family think of your book? Well, I think my wife is so proud. I have three sons. Uh, one yeah. of the sons bought the book and is interested, but the other two don't seem to have the interest that uh, my wife and I have. You can see that's uh, true because it's sort of uh, a topic that they've lived through, but they don't necessarily uh, want to go yeah. ahead and read it. But uh, that's understandable because my sons can have different interests. I was going to say for your wife, I'm sure, because it also is probably like she was reliving it because you went through all this. What was your favorite part about writing your book? Well, I think the favorite part was after the thing was over, I sat back and said, what are the lessons learned? And I think I went through uh, reading a lot of literature that talked about commentators after the impeachment, what they thought. And then mm-hmm. I put together my thoughts. Uh, the book actually, the main probably aspect about it that would be interest to the American public would be the lessons learned from the impeachment and talking about the social cultural milieu of the country at the time of the impeachment, together with the facts of law, together with the popularity of the president. So I integrate those three aspects about it, which brings, I think, some fundamental truths about impeachment and the lessons learned. Right. Just speaking of impeachment in general, I'm just curious. So we've talked about the proof needed to consider impeachment so people can understand like how long it actually takes because impeachment, a lot of presidents have been not actually impeached, but have gone through the process of being impeached. So can you explain a little bit more about that? Well, the clean impeachment took about five months from the time it actually was put on the House floor to approve the Judiciary Committee investigating. And then in December, uh, the Judiciary Committee brought it to the House floor and we voted on it. The impeachment of Donald Trump took a lot shorter time and the impeachment of Andrew Johnson back in those days uh, was a long time in coming. But the process is very tedious 
because yeah. many members have to review so many documents. You served in Congress for 24 years. Was the impeachment of Bill Clinton the biggest thing that no, you no. went through in Congress? Or I think the, the war in Iraq was one of the big mm -hmm. decisions, whether to vote for that and uh, the 9-11 uh, the, the event was horrendous to this country yeah. and the impact on all of us so when it occurred. I was in my office and when I was notified uh, that uh, the, uh, the Twin Towers were being mm -hmm. attacked. So it, probably that together with the Iraq War was probably the most uh, prominent events yeah. that occurred during my congressional career. Did it feel like 24 years that you served in Congress? And what was it like when you stepped down as congressman? Well, I think it was really, I think many members of Congress stay too long. And uh, I think 24 years is a very long time. In a way, I feel gratified that I was able to leave Congress and feel good about it because of the point is that there's so many other things you can do in your life. And it's a lot of stress on the family, particularly I had a young family when I got elected in 1988. I had three yeah. young boys. So. Oh, yeah. I, th I think, you know, serving 24 years is long enough. What was it like receiving your book for the first time? I know that you've published before, but specifically for this book, Inside Impeachment, what was that like? Just having all of these pages together of all of your thoughts from from years and years ago? Well, I think it was challenging. And I think you have to keep your focus because... Um, <clears throat> the long and short of it is putting a book together is a great uh, effort. And no matter whether you're a prime author or whether you're yeah. a Hemingway or a Winston <laughs> Churchill, uh, it's still an arduous task, uh, writing a book, getting it published yeah. and promoting the book. If anybody wants to uh, think that it's an easy job, uh, I think they'll be surprised. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. Well, speaking of that, what advice would you give to a writer hoping to publish their, their first book? Well, I think don't be discouraged. Uh, it's a strong legacy for you and your family and your uh, friends. And I think that it's something that everybody should consider if they've had a career that they enjoyed and a career they want to make public to the rest of the American public. So I think the idea is to realize it's arduous, but it's worthwhile and it's worth the task to do. Yeah, it. I think speaking of that, too, I feel like a lot of authors that I speak with they say along the same things as that if it's something that you constantly think about, then you should just do it. You know, if you if you have this passion and, and drive to write a book, then you should definitely do it so you can stop thinking about doing it and just, you know, go get for on, it. Get on, get on with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any personal or professional book goals this year? Are you thinking about publishing another book or, or anything personally in your life that's that's happening well i'd like to see if i can get the books to some of the local colleges in florida uh yeah. i have uh, i've had the great honor of several colleges uh, in florida naming their library after me and i spent yeah. so much time in the library so i feel very uh, gratified <laughs> to have that uh and of course i graduated from george washington university okay. they have all my papers and uh i'm going to send them a copy of the book and uh so, you know, distribute the book for some of the uh, libraries in, in the Florida. And also, I'd like to get some access to some of our colleges, the uh, professors in political science. And oddly enough, I have considered the fact that if uh, somehow impeachment starts on uh, mm -hmm. President Biden in the House, that I could send a copy 
copy of my book to all four five hundred thirty five members of Congress because I think they yeah. would be very helpful them in deciding whether they should go ahead with the impeachment and the whole process and some of the lessons learned. And so this would give them a good observation and perspective on the impeachment process. Yeah, that's great. I love the way that it's for everyone. What do you hope people get most out of your book? Because, I mean, right, it's a history book. It's a book of knowledge of people that were actually in the room of impeachment decisions. So what's one or two things that you hope people really get out of your book? Well, our country is a republic. It's not a a pure democracy. We have checks and balances. We have a constitution. We have a separation of branches of government. Uh, We have this freedom in which everybody wants to come to the United States. We cherish it. But to keep it, we must understand how our government works. And my book does that by providing an opportunity for all Americans to read, appreciate what a wonderful country we have. And uh, my book helps this process of understanding of the Constitution, which I think is paramount for all members of the uh, this country. All right. Well, is there anything else you'd like to share today? Well, of course, my book is available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And, uh, yeah. and my first book is also available on Barnes and Noble and Amazon. And I look forward to some more book signings and also mm-hmm. look at the opportunity to see if I can get uh, more members of Congress who quoted in my book to give me their mm-hmm. feedback and their thoughts. Oh, yeah, that'd be amazing. And also, you do have a website as well, correct? I do. Uh, I think it's cliffordsterns.com. Well, I think that's all the time we have. Thank you, Congressman, for joining me today. It was a pleasure learning more about the impeachment process and your publishing career and your book. And thank you for choosing Archway as your publisher. Well, thank you, Emma. I appreciate your time. You can purchase Congressman's book through archwaypublishing.com at our online bookstore. And like Congressman said, you can purchase on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And also be sure to check out his website, cliffordsterns.com. And you can also watch some interesting interviews and learn more about the author as well. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Before we go, show some love by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Stay tuned for our next interview on the Book Connection Show, where we meet extraordinary indie voices with incredible stories.